Beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we're about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the Word to see Jesus. Say to yourself, the Lord is good to me. Praise the Lord. Alright, so I welcome you to the last episode of the Blank Slate series. And this evening we're going to be teaching on the episode Carefree Living. Carefree living. Praise the Lord. Alright, so carefree living. Um, as I started meditating on how to close the series, it made sense for me to bring to our mind the reality of God's desire to want you to live carefree. And this evening I want to show you, based on if you have a growth mindset and you know that God's heart vibes peace and abundance to you and you engage God's profit system, the result will be a carefree life and a carefree living. Carefree means to be free from the responsibility of taking care of yourself. So to live carefree is to live free from anxiety and to live free from the responsibility of taking care of yourself. Psalm 73 and verse 12 then begins to show us a conversation that David is having with himself. Let's start from verse 1 of Psalm 73 because I want to show you a few things. David begins to look at the life of the wicked. He begins to study the life of the wicked. And he came up with some certain interesting conversations. God's heart is indeed good to, the, to Israel, the pure in heart. But as for me, my feet. So he's saying his feet almost screen something that he shouldn't have considered. My feet almost slipped and my steps nearly went astray. For I envied the arrogant and I saw the prosperity of the wicked. I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And as a result of that, I almost went astray. Because it looked as though they were living the life that I should have been living. And I was living the life that they are supposed to be living. As we go on, I'm going to say a few things prophetically as well. And you are going to be radically blessed tonight. For I envied the arrogant and I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Verse 4. They have, ah, 
they have an easy time until they die and their bodies are well, are well fed see the conversation about you having an easy life is not a fluke it is a reality that your life can be free from stress you can you can live an easy life from the day you were born to the day you check out so david is saying look at the wicked i envy them look this is not metaphorical this is not simile it's not hyperbole it's not any of those things this is real legit conversation that david is having with himself they, they seem to be having an easy time an easy ride continue they are not in trouble like others they are not afflicted like most people the wicked the wicked oh thank you precious holy spirit therefore pride is their necklace and violence covers them like a garment let's just keep moving their eyes bulge out from fatness that is <laughs> they are well fed so well fed so well fed so good looking that they are they are you know <laughs> they are full, you know their eyes they are big buff you know built well fed the wicked that's what i want you to follow the wicked looks this way you see because when i begin to teach you what god wants you to know from this meeting i don't want you to think that the pastor has come again to exaggerate stuff to you i want you to recognize that there are actually a set of people called the wicked who are already living the life as though it is a pseudo life but the reality of what they seem to be enjoying is what was reserved for you so that you don't that the wicked can have such a good time you don't say i cannot have such a, you are not the wicked there's a difference between you and them i just want to show you david's imagination now i want you to recognize that david is a king now when kings come to conclusions they don't just come to conclusions based on are you getting what i'm saying they have access to the highest intelligence available in the city they are they are well off they are they are they are, they are well positioned and they get feedback the kind that you cannot even imagine i mean what you would find on the table of the president if if you ever were to f get yourself into that office you you might see things that will make you you will come out like this and lose balance for a while they, they know stuff so when he's talking he's not talking like a street boy who is just at the back of the road who hasn't seen much and then we'll make you know how certain people will go into certain cities all right they will go to one street in the city live in one house then come back and say this is how america is america you know americans are like this where did they go one city they lived on one street they couldn't even afford tickets to travel to another state 
and they lived in one house they probably stayed with their cousin lived there for for weeks maybe three weeks maybe the highest they could do was go to the mall do a few things you come back and generalize your whole america is like this harbor this is not that kind of conversation this guy has access to information and then he's analyzing the life of the wicked and these are his conclusions their eyes bulge out from fatness the imaginations of their hearts run wild let me tell you what this is go back the imagination of your heart is that there is no limitation to what the wicked believes he can achieve his imagination runs wild that is he is thinking far and wide he's not restricted this is the wicked he says their imaginations the imagination of their hearts run wild Runs wild. We'll come back to this in a few minutes, if we can. Continue. They mock, they speak maliciously, they arrogantly threaten oppression. They set their mouths against heaven and their tongues trot against the earth. You know what this means? They even have the boldness to talk against God. That is, they are, they are so good that they have the boldness to speak against God. That's what he's saying here. They talk to God. Therefore, his people turn to them and drink in their overflowing waters. Continue. They say, how can God know? Does the Most High know everything? This is the wicked. The wicked has gotten to the point where he is so careless. And I'll show you that there's a difference between carefree living and careless living. He is so careless that he can't say anything that he wants to say even against God. He doesn't feel restricted in any way. The reason why we are having this conversation is to break the restrictions off of your spirits. I said to break the restrictions off of your spirit. The wicked is so careless that there are no restrictions. He can even talk to God anyhow he likes. This is David's conversation. He says, look at them, the wicked. Now, this is where I stopped and I said, wow. They are always at ease, the wicked. And... Because they are at ease, they increase in wealth. You see the connection between being at ease. Some of you think that your anxiety, you know, makes you better. Your anxiety is progress. No. Ease is wealth. He says the wicked. He says, look at, they are always at ease. Another translation says they are always carefree. And as a result, they increase in wealth. I liked when I when I saw this when I saw this that the wicked it says look at them they are always at ease nothing takes their ease from them and the connection or the result of that is that they are always constantly increasing in wealth did I purify my heart wash my hands from innocence fourteen for I am afflicted all day long and punished every morning 15 if i decided these things aloud 
I would have betrayed your people. Continue. I want to show you where David now says, But I went into the temple and I saw their end. Let's look at verse 16. It says, When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Look at verse 15. It says, If I say I will speak thus, Behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought about this, it was too painful for me. Talking about the wicked. It says, verse 17, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end and realized that they were not to be envied. Now here's, listen. So, David was able to see their end and saw that the end of the wicked is destruction and ceased from envying them and then the spirit of god told me something he said this the, the despite the fact that the end of the wicked is destruction they live in their now at ease and they are increasing despite the fact that the believer's end is beauty he lives in his now and he's anxious The, the wicked doesn't seem to think about his end, which is destruction. Look, his end is destruction, but he lives in his now that looks like bliss. For you, your end is beauty, yet you live in your now that looks like death. You have to switch. You have to see. Listen, so the first key that I want to share with you today is see God's big picture for your life. Don't live in now only. Right now, you might still be on your journey. Right now, you might still be on your way. But God's big picture for your life is beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, that big picture, these guys don't know the end that is destruction. They know now that looks like bliss. And they are always at ease. Now, what I want you to do is take God's big picture and put it before your eyes now. The result of that will be rest. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. I said the result of that action will be rest. So the Lord says, look, despite the fact that the wicked has a nasty end, they live in a present now and they are enjoying their lives. Despite the fact that you have a glorious, beautiful future, you live in the now and you are feeling like your life is over. Turn to somebody and say, I'm on my way. And God's big picture for my life. Say it out loud like you mean it. Say I'm on my way. And God's big picture for my life is beautiful. Say it again. I'm on my way. And God's big picture for my life is beautiful. Many people have not been able to cast their minds into God's mind. And see what has been prepared for them. As you cast your mind into his mind and see what he has prepared for you. The result of that conversation is a carefree life, free from anxiety. Now, let me, let me say something to you. I, I just wanted to give you an introduction. Because I have not actually started my message. 
I wanted to give you an introduction into what David would call a wicked man. Take me to that 13th verse again. Who is always at ease. The first question you should ask is, why is the wicked always at ease? The wicked is supposed to be anxious. The wicked is supposed to be worried. But the wicked is always at ease and is making progress. There is There is something the wicked knows now that is responsible for his ease. Now, for you the righteous, there is something that you must know now. In the here and now. Even though your circumstance may not look like it's changing. But you must know something now that is going to produce peace because your future is bright. How can a wicked man whose future is destruction be more peaceful than you? Be more wealthy than you? Be more affluent? Be more well off than you? Shouldn't be. The reverse is the case. Let me tell you. You know what the Lord is saying here? The wicked has pseudo peace. It's not real. He's just resting on something that fails. Hmm? To produce an ease. His destruction is waiting for him in front. The righteous has a real peace. It's not pseudo. It's real. It's real joy. Real peace. Real promises. That the Lord has made available. That should make you at ease now. Alright. Hallelujah. So do we enjoy that introduction? So if you're writing, write this down. Despite the reality of the end of the wicked, they are always at peace now and seem to flourish. Despite the reality of the plan and purpose God has made for the righteous, many times they are always anxious now and they are never at peace. So the first thing I want to address is what I call belief. Your carefree living is hinged on your believing. To live a carefree life, the door into carefree living is what are you believing right now? What are you believing today? What are you believing today? Now your beliefs are formed from your experiences. Your beliefs are fo- your beliefs are formed from inferences and deductions. Your beliefs are formed by accepting what other people tell you to be true. There are four doors to believing. One, your experiences. Two, inferences and deductions. Three, by accepting what what other people tell you to be true. And four, which is the most important, and that's where your mind should be going to all the time. Your belief can be reigned by the word of God's amazing grace. Many people have formed their beliefs on the basis of their experiences. Many people have formed their beliefs on the big inferences and deductions. Many people have formed their beliefs on the basis of what other people have told them to be true. But now I want to encourage you to form your believing on the basis of God's word. His amazing grace to you. 
Your belief has to be formed from the basis of the word of God. The sad thing about your experience is that a lot of times your experiences are a lie. The sad thing about inferences and deductions is that inferences and deductions are usually connected to the knowledge you have at that time. Have you ever made a conclusion hastily and then only for new knowledge to show up and you realize, oh wow, that was too quick. But you see, God's word, the word of God's amazing grace does not change. It's constant. Oh, say amen to that. I said it is constant. That is... You can only even get deeper in it. But in its reality, it's actually constant. It's changeless. If God promised you health yesterday, that health is still available now. And it's going to be available in your future. Are you getting what I'm saying? If it's promised you abundance yesterday, that abundance is still available today. And it's also available to you in your future. So your belief has to be formed by sticking to God's word. Now, there are two doors that your believing opens. I'm just trying to bring this thing to you in such a way that when you leave this place, you can actually use it. When a person believes something, two things will happen. Have you ever heard people say, never worry about that's the basis for which they are telling you to be carefree is what you cannot change why worry about it have you ever heard that and that if you cannot change it why worry about it why allow it you can't change it that's one so belief is that well you know what i can't change anything so why worry about it that's a bad door to open the second one is the belief that God's word has made available a provision that gives you the ability to change anything that you do not like. That is, you don't have to live with anything. You can change anything. That's another door to carefree living. Oh, thank you, precious Holy Ghost. That's another door to care. You know what? The power is in my hands to cause changes to anything that I do not like. That's, that is big time carefree living. So if I have the ability to, to change what I do not like, then why should I be anxious? Say amen. So what did I say? Believing. People, you know, reach their conclusions or believing conclusions based on experiences. I said the best is to reach your believing conclusions based on the revelation of God's word. And when you reach that conclusion based on the revelation of God's word, two things, two doors are likely to be open to you. Number one is the door of, well, things are the way they are. Why worry about when I was studying to prepare for this service? I saw all kinds of things. Things are the way they are. You know, just don't worry about it. You can't change anything. The second one is the reason why I do not worry is because the ability to cause changes is right in my hands. And I can turn it to whithersoever I want it to go. You see, the first one, the first one brings you into the first one brings you into a life of bondage. You are at the mercy of things. The second one brings you into a life of liberty. 
You cannot be at the mercy of anything. Somebody say amen. amen. Now I want to show you something from scripture. To emphasize. So the first one is accept things the way they are. They cannot change. The second one is know that God's word has made provisions. And God's provisions empowers you to bring definite changes to situations. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm not at the mercy of anything. Say that with me. Say it again. Let's look at Numbers 21 and verse 9. I'll just begin to show you how to cause changes. Listen, the big picture is carefree living. Life of the wicked, that is a joke compared to the life that God has made available for you in Christ Jesus. I said it's a joke compared to the life that God has made available for you. Let's read together one to go. Now, listen, oh, I, I love the direction of the Holy Ghost is taking us today. Look, people were already dying in the place. People were already dying. Moses did not say, well, what will be, would be. Whatever will happen, will happen. Let's allow it to happen. The brass, brazen serpent lifted up, put a stop to the death. That is, people were dying. And then as they lifted up the brazen serpent, people stopped dying. That's power. You didn't hear me. I said, that's what? That's power. That's the key to my carefree, that's anxiety-free living, is that I have power available to me. People are dying. Things are, are, are getting bad. Let me tell you, what I'm sharing with you is, is what you need to hear right now. You're not at the mercy of an economy. You're not at the mercy of a system. You're not at the mercy of anything. You have the power to cause changes. What I mean is that you can create your own atmosphere. You can create your own atmosphere. You can create your own presence. There are many people who live in this country who don't know what it means to have power failure. They don't know. They don't understand. That you wonder, is this person living? You know, then that, those are the people you call the big man. The big man's experience was first created in his mind. Because you can have all that money and still not create that environment for yourself. And still be struggling with, yeah, you can, you can. Look, people, I mean, what's the worst that can happen is that people are already dying. I'm going somewhere with this. People are already dying. You just say, well, you know, let's just allow it. No, no, no. Lift up the brazen serpent. And as the brazen serpent is lifted up, everyone who dared to look, look at what he says. Let's read it together again. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had beaten any man, stop here. If a serpent, that is, listen, that is, things have already started going bad. Many people actually believe that I can only be carefree if nothing has gone bad. So that once something has gone bad, then when it's time to be anxious. 
Look, they've already been beaten by the serpent. And Moses did not stop at what will be, will be. He changed it. How did he change it? He lifted up the brazen serpent. And when the brazen serpent went up, everyone who saw that serpent lived. They had been beaten, meaning the effect of the surroundings had already started taking its toll on them. But they did not stay there. They looked and they lived. What I'm saying is that many of you sitting here, it's possible that the effect of the Nigerian economy is already taking its toll on your finances. The effect of the, the city where you live, the stress level is already going high. It's already taking its toll on you. You don't say, well, that's what, that's what it will be. I accept that that's what it will be. The second thing is you don't, you don't go to the embassy to go and get a visa to check out. That's not what you do. Because let me tell you, there are stressors everywhere in the world. In every city that you live, so long as on, you're on this earth, there are elements of the fall that is already in operation everywhere you go. So if you did not handle the situation from your spirit in Nigeria, when you go to America, when you go to the United Kingdom, you will only be a, retrans- a relocated Agama lizard. If you are as powerless in Nigeria to deal with stuff, you have only relocated. Let, listen, you will still be doing everything with the eyes of the senses and the flesh. But there is a provision. I said there is a provision. I said there is a provision. Now that you are in Nigeria, learn how to handle things with your provision. Not by relocating. Every time a new thing is you relocate it. Every time you, no, no, handle it with your provision first. So that when you're living from one position to the other, you are going for something bigger. I would expect that once you leave Nigeria and go somewhere else, people don't longer have cancer because they have the best treatment. Not true. Some people still die of cancer. Somebody can handle cancer with the provision that has been made. John 3 and verse 15. I want to show you. We'll probably come back to this. Let's read it again together. I'm teaching. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking it slowly. Let's read it again together. And Moses made a serpent of brass and put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had beaten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he did what? He lived. Let's look at John 3 and verse 15. Look at verse 14. Let's read together. I want to go. Stop. Even so, must the Son of Man be lifted up. Verse, verse 15. That whosoever, let's read together. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. The number one key to carefree living is recognize that your judgment has come upon another man so that eternal life as a quality can come to you now listen many people hear of eternal life just put that picture um, um, scripture on the screen many people hear of eternal life and they think eternal life as long life or life after death eternal life is not life after death eternal life is a quality of life reserved for gods it's a quality of life reserved for deity 
in this case for God. The life reserved for Him. The quality of living experience reserved only for God is what through the death of Jesus Christ was made available to you. You didn't hear me. I said the quality of life that only God can live in Christ Jesus was made available to you. That's what is called eternal life. So it says, as Moses was lifted up, go to verse 14 again. It says, as Moses was lifted up, the, um, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. The question I want to ask you is, why is God allowing, or why is the Holy Spirit allowing the serpent to be a figurative description of Jesus? As Moses lifted up the serpent, so must the Son of Man be lifted up. When the serpent was lifted up, what happened to the people? They did what? They lived. Why is the serpent a description of Jesus here? In Numbers, it's called the brazen serpent. In the Bible, brass is symbolic. Whenever you see brass, it's symbolic of judgment. Silver is symbolic of righteousness. Are you hearing me? Brass is symbolic of judgment. So that something has been burnt with fire. So what he's saying is that the the brazen serpent was a picture of, of Jesus who is going to be consumed by the wrath of God. And that every man that gets to look at Jesus, the one who has taken all of God's wrath that should come to you, they begin to live. Their finances begins to live. So if you can look at Jesus as your judgment, look at Jesus who has taken your place, then you should expect that things should begin to live. And according to Numbers, this is what you introduce into the equation that causes dead things to begin to live. Sir, you don't introduce more hard work. You don't introduce more intellectual thinking. You introduce the judgment that Jesus took for your place. And once you do that, everything begins to live. You know why? If Jesus was not judged for you, no matter what you do in hard work, it produces tons and tissues. Sir, let me tell you, everything that is, that is bound to the earth right now, limited in this earth and space, is designed to produce tons and tissues. That's what many people don't understand. That every time you go out, your hard work is not being greeted with much more. You try. Some of you here, seated here, hearing me, you know that you try. You put in your best. It just doesn't produce. Because it was not designed to produce. And because your trust is in your efforts. Sir, what I'm saying to you is the belief that opens the door of possibilities is that understand that because of what Jesus has done, you have been exempted, exempted from the judgment that comes on this world. And now you have been brought into a new life of glory and blessings and victory. See, let me explain what I'm saying. 
I want some favor. Come, come. I want to make an illustration. Now this is this is favor. Favor, how are you? This is favor. Favor by herself. Believing in herself cannot produce any headway. So there is favor. Everything that favor by herself can produce has already been condemned to trash. That is, it is already worthless. She brings out, let's imagine that she is trying to, I'm God, she's trying to impress me. She brings out um, how many hours? 14 hours of, of, of work for her promotion. And then she brings it out. It's her, it's earth damned. Try. Try hard. Nothing. She says, okay, let me go back to my reservoir. Then she brings out another work. Something that is supposed to impress me. I say, you don't understand. This thing cannot fly. Because already you are in an atmosphere that is corrupted. Now there is something that should come upon her. I now bring a substitute. And I'll pour all of my judgment. I need a substitute. Yeah. So this is this stand here, please. So this is her substitute. And every slap, every beating, every wrath, every just the real nature. I want you to get this into your spirit. I want you to get this into your spirit. You know why I want you to get it, this thing into your spirit? Without this reality in your spirit, you are toiling away in a cursed earth. You will live under perpetual stress. I am not mincing words to say what I'm saying. In fact, let me Let me tell you the one that is the most painful. That a man will be trusting himself. And many of us know where we are trusting ourselves. A man will be trusting himself. That's the one that is so painful. A man will be trusting himself. And he will look like he's making progress. He will look like he's making progress. He will look like he's making progress. Then along the line, something will happen. Everything vanishes into thin air. That's the worst. Scripture calls it, I have given him the pain of gathering to eventually lose. In fact, if you are making progress now in your own strength, I pity you more. That's, I pity you more than the person who has started, who has not started. You know why? Because under this earth, that is even the most painful. That you've gathered, you've tried, yeah, there's, there, there's a boast, there's a swag, and then all of a sudden, everything is gone. That is, you are back to square zero. It is only this thing that I'm telling you. And I'll show you one more. It's only this thing that I'm telling you. That it makes a man perpetually go forward. Perpetually go. See, let me tell you. There will never be a better yesterday for the righteous man. Perpetually. is going forward and upward. If you don't understand what I'm saying, wait until you see... 90 years come and gone and a person is still relevant ah no you can't buy that in the market oh. it's a gift of god's amazing grace hear me now you're thinking you you're thinking one year you're thinking two years that's why your mind is feeling like you can carry this thing after all no i'm thinking 90 years you go tired by yourself you'll be tired 
Have you heard of what they call midlife crisis? So you, you think you're well off now. At 14, you, you feel like you know everything. 15, 16, 21, 22. Then the man begins to enter 50. And then he has been trusting himself, his wits, since 18, 19, 20, 21. And it has made some progress for him. Then at 50, something that is consistent with earth shows up. And now, all the money that he has gathered or wealth he has gathered as a young person, he's now using it to do treatments, to do all of those things. He doesn't have, all of a sudden, he doesn't have his. What I'm sharing with you, at 50, you are still saying, Jesus has borne my judgments. Jesus has borne my predicaments. Jesus has borne my curse. Jesus has borne my pain. And at 50, you are still productive. 60, you've just started. 70, you are just about to start. 80, you are still relevant. Everything this lady tries to cook up has been designed by this curse to produce zero, nothing. So I come, I bring a substitute, and then I pour all my judgment from my stomach is on him. Now, because I have judged him, and he came out after taking all my judgment, because the Bible says that when Jesus was on that cross, he took all of God's judgment. The, the cup of God's judgment was emptied upon Jesus fully. And there was no, full, no, there was no drop anymore. And then after Jesus took all of God's wrath, he was still alive. And he said, it is finished. And gave up the ghost. When he did that, friends, hear me. When Jesus did that, he had paid the requirement that all the requirements that causes things not to work, that causes things to die, that causes things to be fading away, that causes things to, to wither, all of that Jesus took upon himself. Now, God now turns to this one. And says everything you attempt under this new atmosphere will work. Not only does it work. I God bring out everything that I am. And everything that I have to aid you on this new journey. Sir. What I'm trying to explain, that I'm looking for the words to explain, is atmosphere. There are certain crops that cannot grow well in certain parts of the... Uh, uh, you understand? In, in, in certain atmospheres, right? Because it just cannot work. I get what I'm saying. So where this woman was planting her efforts before was under an atmosphere called the curse. Now, what I'm saying... Is that because of what Jesus has done, he has borne all her judgment completely. So now the blessing can now locate her. But here's what I'm saying. She has to be believing that Jesus has taken it all so that the blessing can come to me. Otherwise, it will look like the father did not do anything. She has to engage actively that believing process. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Is atmosphere. Under the wrong atmosphere, 
she would never succeed. Whatever she did under that atmosphere failed. She would try, she would work hard. It comes to nothing. Then atmosphere changes. A new atmosphere called God's favor shows up. And then now, she actually doesn't need to try so much. There is heavenly aid and heavenly help. So now what happens is that she gets more than she puts in. That she puts, it is a curse for you to get less than what you put in. See, let's not, listen, listen to me. Don't beat around the bush and don't try to explain it away. If you see it happen, say, no, this is not supposed to be. And insist that what Jesus made available for us is that with, with be not like you'll be not diligent, or you'll be diligent. What the, with the little what that you put, you're aided. It's like you just try to move, then something boom, so that now I can coast. Thank you, Lord. I can understand why the children of Israel would have gone that journey without being weary or being um, what's the word now. Or being their natural force was not abated. They were not feeble. Now I can understand. For the majority. Oh thank you Lord. For the majority of the journey they were on. It was not with their own strength. Yeah, see. They're walking. Walking all of this. Mario Mar- Mar- speed and jump. What's that? Something speed and jump. There's something, for, something that they use for games. That. Okay, how many of you have played Sonic? Eh? The Sonic game. How many of you have played? Eh? Hedgehog, Abby? Great, Sonic the Hedgehog. That he's going, going. Then all of a sudden, he hits a trigger. That do. Then see in life, sir, it should be more of the triggers. Sir, otherwise you will wear out. You will wear out. What's in your body really? You see, and I'm so every time I look at these things, I'm I'm a lot more I'm a lot more confident. You know why? That I you know put your body under intense stress. It will start telling you that no, 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 no. You know why? Your body knows that that's not how it was designed to function. It's supposed to be ease and increase. Ease and increase. Ease and increase. So, what happened is that the finished work of Jesus becomes your trigger in life. That is, that fast forward speed. What I'm seeing in my heart is that many people, by believing that Jesus has borne their judgment, that's what I see in my heart right now. And I feel like speaking this word over you. Amen. As you focus and behold and believe that Jesus has borne your judgment, suddenly you begin to move with speed. Amen. Not with your own strength, Amen. but with the speed of the Spirit. Amen. You know why now? Because now she's under an aiding atmosphere. Under this other cursed atmosphere, it is a killing atmosphere. The thing is trying to rise. It's trying to rise. Suppress. It's trying to rise. But in this one, as she just tried to rise, 
is lifted. No, you are not. You are not hearing what I am saying. As 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 under the curse, ah, I have labored, I have worked, I have put in my energy, I have put in my efforts, tons and tissues. Think about it. Went to the farm, I ploughed. You know, we plough acres. I plough those acres of land. Then when it's time for harvest, I see tons and tissues. But under the provision of this God's amazing grace, as I start out, in fact, I start out with Him carrying me. Let the Lord carry you. I say, let the Lord carry you. Carefree living is when you are living on the bill of the Savior. Are you hear what I'm saying? That's you know, let me explain what I just mean. Let's go to lunch. Bill on me. That's what I'm saying. Let's go to lunch. The bill is on me. You know, in our culture, you will also try to be um, sorry for the pocket. So you want to take it easy. It's okay. I encourage you to do, it, do that. If your friend takes you out, please now use your sense. You know what I do sometimes? I tell my friends what I, I tell people that this, this is my, what I want to spend. I don't want to do beyond that. But God says, come to eat. Bill on me. And many of you, when you go there, you start pitying him. No. No. That's where you should be like those greedy ladies. How many of you have seen all those short skits? That a lady will go, ah, give me, give me leg of chicken. Give me this one. Give me, and then, the guys are ah. And, and, uh, only you. No, even my friends are out. Ah, only you. Give me ice cream. Give me lasagna. Give me this one. And by the time the table, the table is full. Who is paying? Me. But what I'm saying to you, sir, I say, you know, the f- uh, thank you, Lord. I, I, I believe you're hearing me. Yes, this belief will open two doors. One is door of Nothing can happen. What will be, will be. That's, that's not the door I enter. I don't open the door with my believing that what will be, will be. No, 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 no. The second is the one I enter. The second is that what grace has made available for me is what will be. What grace has made available for me, that's what will be. And until it is, I will not give up. Until it is, I will not give. Because it is my job to take my what my father has made available for me. So when the father tells you, under this realization that Jesus has borne your judgment, brass is judgment. Under this realization that Jesus has borne your judgment and has moved you from the atmosphere where things don't work, where naturally things are killed, moved you to another atmosphere where now things work. Let me tell you, you are aided to rise. Aided to stand. Because under this one, things are working. You know, there was something, let me tell you something. I, I've just noticed, I've just noticed, and Pastor Aaron shared it the other day, that he was telling me in the room, he said, you know, the reason why he does the 10 hours of teaching the Bible is that, you see, the anointing grows on you. Let me tell you, the me that started this is not the same me that is talking now. There's a, the, the anointing of the Holy Ghost is here. As you speak, as you speak, 
unction comes. See, what I'm telling you is that once you realize that Jesus has borne your judgments, you have come into the place where everything that you attempt works. Now listen to me. Many times people say, what is the will of the Father? That's what will work. Well, the Father has shown you His will. His will is that you are prosperous. His will is that you are blessed. His will is that you enjoy His favor. His will is that your life... Listen, away with that conversation of life is up and down. God forbid... There are some you say, and those are beliefs, those are beliefs. You know, life, your father brought you in and sat you down and said, Son, let me give you a lesson in life. Life is filled with ups and downs. It's how you know how to navigate through the ups and downs. That's what makes you a man. The devil is a liar. Life is not full of ups and downs. The Bible says that the pathway of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter and brighter until the perfect day. Well, you can shut your mouth, but my whole life is not filled with ups and downs. No, my life is not filled with ups and downs. No, 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 impossible. My life can never be filled with ups and downs. My life can never be filled with ups and downs. That's the same way you sat down and then somebody taught you. I talked about people's experiences. Somebody taught you that you know what? In this life, life is hard. Money don't grow on trees. Well, my money grows on the cross. And the last time that I checked, the cross is a tree. Yeah, the last time I checked, the cross is a tree. And Jesus took my judgment so that I can take his place of riches and wealth. What are you telling me? Money grows on my tree. Money grows on my tree. They say money don't grow on trees. No, 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 no. On my own tree. Oh, you come to my tree. Come to my tree. You will find money on my tree. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. eh? Let me tell you something. No matter how many years I live, listen, without yet seeing the reality of... You know what I'll do? I'll live one more year with the reality of what I'm teaching. Because one day, when this gosha busts, Oh, you'll be looking for me, you won't find me. The Bible says when the clouds are filled with rain, he talked about it, they empty themselves on the earth. Maybe it's possible that it looks like your cloud is just getting full. You're believing, you're speaking, you're believing, you're speaking, you're gathering up the cloud. One day, that cloud will open and drench you shorts. Sir, let me tell you something. There will never come a time when you will not recognize that I am wealthy. No, no, no. Can you can you hide a wet person under rain? No, you can't hide a person that has been beaten by rain and has become wet. That's the same way. My money is loud money. My health is loud health. My success is loud success. My victory is loud victory. You know why? Jesus has taken my judgment. Sir, one person comes to the world with his intelligence. Another one comes with his skill. Another one comes with his result. Another one comes with his, his, his university degree. Ah! And I come in the name of the Lord Most High, 
with the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Let me tell you, that interview is going home with me. It's going home with me. It's going home with me. The power of God is here strong. Look, the power of God is not here because you are shouting. The power of God is here mightily. Life is easy for me. Ah, oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I say life. You see life? Hey, 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 I say life is easy for me. Teleboshe le brahata la bahin telemondo la bahaya. Barito kelo sopratile maha. I say life is easy for me. Life is easy for me. Let me tell you the nature of our living. People will go to work for one year. See, if you are a career person here, hear me. Hear me. Eh? By the favor of God, God has designed eh? that that, three, that 8 million, 12 million that you receive in a year by going to work, God has designed that you receive it in one day for doing nothing. Sir, 12 M for doing nothing. I come, ah, no, my friend, <laughs> I just like you. You're a good guy. Come, follow me. 12 million, I check. So that when you're, because it's not nice. So, listen, it's not nice, sir, that I'm not talking about your investment. That one is good. I'm not talking about the money you got from buying a property that appreciated. I'm not talking about the money you got from investing in shares, investing in your pensions money. No, I'm talking about money that cannot be traced to pension, cannot be traced to property, cannot be traced to this one, that you showed up and somebody decided to give you your entire income in one minute. That is the result of believing in this reality that Jesus has taken your judgment. One whole year, you don't get your full salary in one minute. No, you have to believe that it's possible. You have to believe that it's possible. You know the reason why I have the impetus to believe the things that I'm believing. <laughs> the reason why I have the impetus to believe what I'm believing. <laughs> the reason why I have the impetus to believe what I'm believing. Sir, let me tell you. I know eh, that by the construct of my physical body, there is no way I have the strength in and of myself to produce all the wealth I'm going to spend. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. Where do I want to start from? Where do I want to start from? Before you do jog from here to... Some of you have not even jogged in many... Before you do jog from here to Apple Junction, you are tired. Before you, you know, they say rest, rest, rest. So now, rest, rest, what have I done? Before you rack your brain, 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 you are already tired. By the time you land down on your bed, you are, you are sleeping like a log of wood. If I come to visit, ah, ah, what, what did you do? You are, you are calculating figures. You know what God has designed? The design of God is that you will get resources that calculation did not give you that racking your brain did not give you 
just because of the favor of God. Right place, right time. Sir, otherwise, how long will you sit behind that computer and eventually make the money or make the provision that is going to bring you into a certain place in your life? How long? It has to be by the favor of God. I said it has to be by the favor of God. Say this after me. God, in Christ Jesus, has paid for all my sins. My judgment came upon Jesus. Jesus was likened to a brazen serpent so that I can receive the freedom to think, freedom to become, freedom to excel, freedom to explode in the things of creativity by the anointing of God's Spirit. I have this liberty. There's no more restraints. Open your mouth, pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes. Pray in the Holy Ghost for a few minutes. Pray the Holy Ghost out loud. Speak these words to yourself. Christ has taken my judgment. Christ has taken my judgment. Christ has taken my judgment. And the result of that judgment. Christ has taken my judgment. And everything that should come with that judgment. I do not accept that there are certain things that I cannot change. Pray in the Holy Ghost out loud, everyone. I may not even be able to finish my, my notes, but pray in the Holy Ghost out loud, everyone. Patia Pata, and Legleso Plecamin, the Platu Master Blabla, Lebrade, Lebratala Barashata Kataya, Exegere Mendoski, Bratele Mahaya, Rata Barashata Lagadabahaya, Rezo Preta Bratela Mol, Bratis of the Hatte, Rato Bretale Bratil, Rahanto Labrashta Lagabahaya, Aze de Gibarashata Bayaya, Mantabala Shata Lagadabahaya. Don't get tired. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's the key to stress-free living. That's the key to carefree living. Christ has taken my judgments. Hallelujah. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Now everybody look at me. I'm going to put a scripture on the screen. Acts 1.8. I want you to look at the screen and look at that scripture. Now listen. Listen, whilst I was coming to service, the Lord said to me, he said, son, I want you to listen very carefully. He said, son, I am in heaven. Alright? I am in heaven. My word is on earth. So that men can take my word and use it to design their environment and make it look like heaven. I am in heaven. My word is me. And my word is on the earth. That a man will take my word and design his life. Design his life and make it 
to look exactly like heaven on earth. Sir, can you have heaven on earth? Yes. Sir, can you have heaven on earth? A thousand times yes. You know why God put you on the earth? Huh? To create experiences of heaven on earth? Is so that through your creation, He can win other people to Him. They will say, ah, this thing is not possible. Yeah, it's not supposed to look this good. You say, well, that's why God put me here. Oh, you didn't hear me. That's why God put me here. To keep showing you increasingly that heaven can look like earth. Otherwise, Jesus would not have said, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, how does a place become like heaven on earth? Or how does a place become like heaven that where the will of God is being done? Once the will of God is being done, that's heaven. And what is God's will? That the sick will be healed, the blind will see, the lame will walk, the deaf will hear, and that people cannot be stopped. You can't be stopped. So, listen. Let me be clearer. The reason why people are filled with anxiety and worry is because somewhere in their minds, they feel helpless. Helpless to the situation. But the believer can never be helpless. So, you can never be helpless. Helpless? Helpless does not work with you. Helpless. How? How? Believer, helpless? No, impossible. Impossible. Listen, for every Sunday in August, I'm teaching on rest. Every Sunday in August, we're teaching on rest. Kai, let me tell you, sir. Let me tell you. I'm telling you as we're saying this thing, that's exactly what will happen. People will, listen, one of the things I'm looking forward to, Eh? Is that you will go to a place and have conversations three minutes, fifty million is following you home. If anybody tells me, if anybody tells me that I'm not interpreting scripture well, let them come and listen to me next month. How God will tell a people not to walk for one whole year. Listen, listen, listen. Don't walk for one whole year. It's not figure or speech. Don't walk. It's not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to form. You know something. I'll show you from next month. Don't do anything. So you are telling the people to be lazy. Shut up. <laughs> Let me tell you. When you receive what God has to give you like this, bam. It will first scatter all your defenses. It will rattle you first. Then you now start to try to put together. See, let God's busy make you busy. Only God can truly make you busy. He will give you something to do. That you will be busy trying to straighten it out. That is... God blesses you so lavishly beyond what you worked for. That now you are looking for which account to throw it in. Okay, this one. This one go. This one. This one go. This one. This one go. I'm I'm just looking for which account, which account to throw it in. When it starts to happen, know that I said it.
I expect to be that wealthy. And we won't falsify figures. And we won't need to steal government money. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No, we won't need to falsify figures. I want to close on this note. Let's rise to our feet and let's receive this. This is how I want to close tonight. I want to show you the key to carefree living is your believing. Alright? Look at this. Let's read together. I want to go. Read it again out loud. Please let me ask you, is Amor Dofi in the earth? Is your streets in the earth? Utmost part of the earth, ba? And that utmost part of the earth, at least you are still on the earth. You've not checked out yet. So it affects your streets. And look at what scripture says. You shall receive the power is the dynamic ability to cause changes. Power is the dynamic ability to cause changes. What it means is that if I find something that I do not like, I am first covered with the reality that Jesus has taken my judgment. Then I say this one, I don't like it, I change it. You have the ability to cause changes. Dynamic in its working. And it says, this is how you're going to be my witness everywhere you go. That you can cause changes. You find the sick. They are sick. You cause changes. If you know, sir, let me tell you what I'm saying. Charles. Your account tonight is reading 5,000 naira. But you know eh, that the assets that you have that you can quickly liquidate in 24 hours in that's less than 24 hours is like 60 million usd my question is how will you sleep tonight no you no 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 you will sleep hey hey money where will the next money come from is that how you sleep 5k is reading go to bed and sleep like a baby tomorrow you just call in the morning at five you know when you when 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 people are managing your portfolio you can call them at any time no we don't do that amen but you call him wait you know you, you have respect for people right so you wait till 7 30 you say that investment i want to liquidate it in six hours in the morning you know you know you don't, you don't shout make, make Making money available to me in six hours. Get it done. Yes, sir. Boom. Moving on. Like nothing happened. Sir, that's the life. No, no, that's the life. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That's the life. 
The difference is that many people have attained that life without having the understanding that judgment has been taken. So inner torment is killing them. For us, we arrive there with the inner peace that all my sins are forgiven and the outer dollar to spend. Glory to God. So we build that orphanage. So we build that road. So we build that house. We build that motherless baby's home. Because all my sins are forgiven. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So with, with this provision. Now, what did you just do to that situation? 5K in the account. You caused the change. How? You called. Get this thing done. By the next morning, your account is reading 45 million USD. Plus 5K. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying you don't you're not anxious you're not panicking you know why that power is in your phone button your call you you, you understand what I'm saying in this case sir that's the same I pray by the anointing of God's spirit let everything that causes you to worry bow to this revelation let everything that causes you to worry bow to this revelation so listen a need the same thing has happened hear me and hear me this is instructive the same thing has happened you have just gone to the atm with 45 to withdraw 45k and you withdrew the 45k and your balance reads 5000 balance you don't go hey rental hey this one hey that one you just leave and as you are walking listen to how listen to what you're doing father in the name of jesus all the skills ideas people everything that i need to cause that account to begin to enter the million flow has come to me rest 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 that's what we do rest or Listen, you're, you're saying, Pastor, you don't understand. But I say I'm, I understand. What I'm saying eh, is that this, this revelation is going to override your anxiety. Or you've just come, you know, many people don't like, I don't like to go to the doctor. I hate it so much. Test. I hate it. I don't like it. Because the first thing, test, well, you know it, we see, we see, hate it don't start but what i'm saying is you finally see hear me you finally go for the test and then they say they've seen something i can understand that you first start out being startled but then don't stay there you start out startled don't stay startled come back put yourself together and sit down on the reality that my sins are forgiven now the 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 lodgement of the doctor is that something is wrong with an organ okay my sins are what judgment has been placed on who mercy has come to who me it's okay you sit down on that reality you shall receive power after the holy ghost has come upon you i have received the holy ghost and therefore i have dynamic ability to cause changes
So therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, as I pray in the Holy Ghost now, I am bringing a change to this situation. Now listen to me As you do that As you do that Many times what I do Is I have my jotter My pen and my paper Beside me And I'm praying Because as you do that God will begin to speak to you So you take your pen See As you're praying like that You will know what to do let me tell you, even if you are the BBS baby believer, if you put this thing to work, you get results. I said the nepios nepios, you get results. You put your pen and paper like this and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Sometimes the Lord, will, as you pray in the Holy Ghost, prolonged. Sometimes the Lord will say, "Call somebody." Sometimes it will be a clear, direct instruction. Sometimes, as you're praying the Holy Ghost, a scripture will come into your spirits. That's the answer. But you can't go about calling everybody on the phone. Hey, see what has happened. No. Hey, see what has happened. No. Hey, see what has happened. No. Even if that was you before you came for this service, that's no longer you. I say you have dynamic ability to cause changes. So you will sit down with your reality. Even if you rush to the doctor for that need know that the doctor does not have the answer he doesn't he doesn't have the answer the answer is in what i'm telling you now take promise from god judgment free sit on it cause changes to happen hello church have you heard me this is what you will do this week this is what you will do this week you will sit on that matter and you will call it to change you will sit on it you will call it to change thank you for engaging with us in this episode we trust that your life has been beautified if you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello at blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Cheers.